0: And welcome back to haha ha dick so i'm standing here in my sexy nun costume because it's halloween and i always wanted to dress up as a sexy nun so i bought this costume and i've been trying it out i got some sexy black socks that go with it and then i have these really sexy black shoes as well anyway so i go to the grocery store and nobody's really paying attention until i get to the bread aisle and then i get to the bread aisle and then there's this <laughs> lady <laughs> this is lady and she's got her shopping cart And she's all buckled down and she's like "Uh uh-oh sexy nun with a beard walking toward me what do i do and i just so i see this lady and i'm like i'm gonna give her a treat i'm gonna give her a treat because she's in front of my bread and i'm gonna be i'm always nice to everybody you know and so i go hi excuse me and she's just like (laughs) flabbergasted her mouth wasn't open it wasn't like a cartoon but you know metaphorically she had her mouth agape she was like like her soul was going like ah you know anyway so i go uh hi uh excuse me but i need to get to that bread so i can bless it and then uh, she she just kind of like shuffled shuffled out of the way and then you know i got the bread and i'm like thank you my child and here's the news. First news headline, Elon Musk acted like a little baby and was almost in tears on Tesla's terrible earnings call. In other words, you know, uh, Tesla had a bad day and then Elon Musk had to make a phone call to investors or something. I don't understand the business world, except that they take my money and then they give me fruit. And then, um, so, Anyway, I'm gonna do an improv of Elon Musk. Here's Elon Musk on his call. <laughs> First amendment. Okay. That's enough of Elon Musk. I don't really like talking about Elon Musk. Second story is in Parade Magazine. It's a magazine about parades. It's by parades for parades. Parade Magazine says, here's a headline. The one fast food item Reba McIntyre calls absolutely wonderful. Obviously, the first thing I thought Reba McIntyre calls wonderful at a fast food restaurant is cum. But of course, that would be slander to say that about her if I were not being a satirical comedy idiot. Uh, so here's my um, improv of Reba McIntyre at Burger King. <clears throat> I mean, pl- first of all, can, can you even believe Re- Reba McIntyre was at a fast food joint? I don't. It's hard to believe. But let's th- let's think about this. Here's Reba McIntyre, and she's like rich, and she's got people, and she's like, "Um, go get me some fast food." So, <laughs> so here, if if Reba McIntyre's is in her car, like the rest of us, and then she's, and here's the drive-through window she would be like hey i would like this absolutely wonderful item that i can't live without called cum and then the drive-through person would be like oh my god you're reba mcintyre hold on one second i gotta get everybody in the store to come take a picture with you (laughs) because that's what would happen and that's why reba mcintyre a is not ordering come at a fast food restaurant because i'm just being gross and then b If she were to go to a fast food place, she would get swarmed. So this is the actual improv of Reba McIntyre. Here's Reba, Reba's at home. She's at home and she's like doing her nails. You know, Uh, she's probably not doing her nails. Somebody else is doing her nails. So she's at home, somebody's doing her nails. She doesn't even go to do her nails anymore. Someone's like coming to her house to do her nails. So here's Reba McIntyre at home. This is how Reba (laughs) McIntyre orders fast food. Hey, assistant. Go get me that th- cum from the drive-through and then feed it to me through a silver spoon. And then while you're doing that, I want a foot massage and then go make me some money. And that's my impression of Reba McIntyre, McEn- Reba not the real Reba McIntyre. The real Reba McIntyre, I'm sure, is quite nice and doesn't treat, mistreat anyone. It doesn't order cum and, uh, you know, is very polite. I'm sure she's just the best. Oh, I'm sure Reba McIntyre's just the best person in the whole world and relatable and all that. Okay, moving on. Next story. Travis, somebody is comments on the weird way he holds Taylor Swift's hands. Okay, so here's the deal. Taylor Swift, who is the number one trend in everything, you know, I mean, uh, (laughs) I'm surprised that she didn't make this a nun costume I'm wearing right now. I'm surprised that she didn't you know, make the food that I'm eating. I'm surprised that she doesn't own the phone that I'm using. I'm surprised about everything because like every headline that I see in the news for the last like two weeks is like these two celebrities are staying over at Taylor Swift's house when she doesn't use it. And then Taylor Swift's at a football game and Taylor Swift is a blah, blah, blah. And she's owning this and she's buying that. And people are buying things to be with her. And blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's just like the PR machine for Taylor Swift is Swift. And I don't hate Taylor Swift. So don't think I do. But, you know, I saw this story over the summer or fall where some, uh, some woman who writes for some publication says that she went to a Taylor Swift Concert, And then she went to a Beyonce concert and she, she loved both of them, but she preferred the Beyonce one. And the woman who wrote that story then later said that she got more hate from, I don't know if she got death threats, but she got more hate from Taylor Swift people than she ever did from Trump people. I mean, there is like a Taylor Swift juggernaut. And here's a poll that says Taylor Swift's uh, relationship, new relationship with this football guy. Fatigue has set in because more than half of Americans uh, say they're sick of them. They're sick of them. They don't want to hear one more word about Taylor Swift. So I'm not going to keep talking about Taylor Swift on this podcast, but I might talk about it for one more second here because I saw this hilarious... Headline The the NFL guy's like, you know, uh, people are saying that I hold her. I don't know how he talks. I'm just going to do like a Southern. Whenever I think about football people, I think about Southern accents because I grew up with Southern accents. So I'm just assuming he's like, man, people are like saying that I hold Taylor's hand all weird and shit. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't talk like that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know this guy's name. I don't know what team he plays for. I just in my head, I'm gonna assume that every NFL player talks like, "Well, hey man, I just, uh, you know, I just am holding. I'm at some place and I see I'm with Taylor and I just hold her hand, however I want. I mean, it's not like it's a real relationship anyway. (laughs) That's a joke. It's a real relationship because Taylor Swift says it is, and her PR people say it is. So it must be, you know what I mean? So I'm just going to assume Taylor Swift and this guy are the real deal. You know, not fake at all. You know, like not some sort of PR grab for power and money. No, why, why, why would they do that? That would be terrible. That would never happen. Okay. Next story. Uh, Taylor Swift. I swear this would be the last Taylor Swift story I talk about today. I'm not looking for Taylor Swift story. It's just like every story in the media is taylor swift some newspaper hired a taylor swift reporter you know there are people that are living in the streets and they don't have like a living in the streets reporter they've got like a taylor swift reporter because that's america america you know the motto of america is not like we care, we love everyone you know this is where you come to like be treated really well you know i mean that can happen in america i mean i i I mean, I've, I get treated like gold everywhere I go, but I mean, honestly, wherever I go, there's like a red carpet, just unfurls in front of me. And everybody's like, wow, it's Doug. (laughs) I'm just being silly. So anyway, um, so anyway, I love laughing at my own jokes. um, here's the last taylor swift story for this today and i and i okay so here it goes taylor swift fans swarmed a restaurant because they thought that taylor swift was there they thought that they saw taylor swift so taylor swift fans are like oh my god oh my god look it's a restaurant where taylor swift is and then it wasn't her it was scarecrows that looked like her so imagine like (laughs) if you were Imagine if you got a call. I'm going to do an improv. All right. So here's my buddy, Chad. Chad calls. Hey. Because that's how he talks. And I'm like, hey, what's up, Chad? Because I'm bright and sunshiny. And Chad's all dour because he listens to bad music. Half half good and half bad. And he goes, hey, I just saw you at a restaurant. Uh, Chad, that was not me. That was a scarecrow. Well you could have fooled me. It looked like Doug. Well, I'm sorry. It was a scarecrow. (laughs) This happens to me all the time. People are, people are always like calling me and texting me. And they're all like, Hey, Doug, are you, are you at this restaurant or, or is that a scarecrow? Because I mean, it looks like it's moving and eating, Uh, you know, because (laughs) scarecrows can't move and eat. I feel like Taylor Swift fans, Staler, I feel like Taylor Swift fans have watched Wizard of Oz too many times. You know, like, it's gonna be a Scarecrow this week. It's gonna be a Tin Man next week. It's gonna be like a Cowardly Lion the next week. And I'm not making fun of Taylor Swift fans. I don't want my house to get firebombed. I am not making fun of Taylor Swift fans. I, I know Taylor Swift fans. I have, some of my best friends are Taylor Swift fans. Well, one of them. One of them is the others hate her with the fire of red hot sun burning into oblivion in the middle of a black hole, where no information can escape except in little drips and drabs. Next story, Britney Spears. Uh, you may remember her from the uh, Brittany Spears juggernaut of uh, PR campaigns over the years. Uh, I'm also not against Britney Spears, by the way, I'm just saying that there've been a lot of PR stories about Britney Spears over the years. And uh, here's a new story about Britney. Britney Spears slams TV hosts for making strange comments about my breasts at the start of my career. So yeah, so this happened back when she was 17, which is weird. Nobody under 18, honestly, in America should be (laughs) dealing with whatever. However, so this is what was going on back then for anybody that's too young to know or whatever is that you know all right so I'm watching TV with my family one day and then you know everything on the everything on the MTV and and music culture was all like Nirvana and post Nirvana stuff you know Metallica whatever and then one day the powers that be in the entertainment industry, including MTV and who was making all the making everybody famous, you know, they were like, "Hey, let's make this um, teenage underage girl the most popular person since Elvis Presley." So they bought some songs and she sang over them, and then the she put on this uh, Catholic schoolgirl outfit and then she went on TV. And went, oh, yeah, hit me, baby. Hit it, hit me, hit me one more time. Mm, yeah, hit me, baby. Hit me uh, one a more. Hit me, baby. Hit me, hit me, uh, uh, hit, hit me, hit me, uh, uh. <laughs> That's, that was the song that made her famous. You know, and then, um, and then the virgin thing. She was always saying that she was a virgin. But anyway, so the main thing is that, she, and she wasn't. So at some point, she was not. At some point, most people are not. Anyway, so uh, Britney Spears was all like, oh, hit me. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Hit me. Here I am in a schoolgirl's costume. I'm underage. And then she goes on, you know, these interviews. And this was the time when Howard Stern was asking people, how they come and you know, I've, I've certainly asked a lot of people how they come in interviews. So I'm not against that part, but he would also do these things like uh, he, Howard Stern would have these women on his show and they would be naked or near naked or something. And they would have their body exposed around the butt and vagina areas. And then he and his casts would throw like baloney and mayonnaise at these women's butts. And so Howard Stern was, you know, as they say, the king of all media. Now he came up with that term, but he was the king of all media. He got the first giant big paycheck, hundreds of millions of dollars to go be on whatever. Anyway, so what I'm getting at is, so Britney Spears comes out and she's all, oh, baby, oh, oh, oh here I am. I'm so sexy. Don't you wanna have sex with me? Hit me, baby. And then <laughs> she goes and does interviews with like whomever. And everybody was like, well, we're in the age of Howard Stern. And nobody gives Howard Stern grief about this. He, they give him $100 million contracts. So you know what? Uh, we're going to talk to people like the way that Howard talks to people. And so I guess at some point, somebody was like, what's up with your boobs, Brittany? She's 17. And that's what happened. <laughs> that's what happened. Is that she and her mom wanted her to be the most famous person since Elvis Presley. So she gets in this outfit in this music video and becomes the most sexualized underage girl ever, ever in pop music. So she broke that. And then uh and then people asked about her boobs. And now looking back, she's like, can you believe they asked about my boobs? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I can I'm not saying they should have I'm not saying that it's great. I'm not saying that this should be like the thing that people should ask, especially underaged people. But um, I just wanted to remind the world that there's context to this. Now, I have not read Brittany's book, so maybe she's got a lot of context. She keeps saying that the media keeps taking things out of context, so you know maybe she's right. It's possible that she just gives all the context about the Howard Stern culture and everything that I just gave you. But I kind of doubt it. But she might, you know. If she didn't, then I've provided you some context. New story, Cher reignites 30-year feud with Madonna, doubles down on mean diss. So uh, here's the deal. I'm going to do some improv about what happened. So this is the story in a nutshell, but I'm screwing it up with the wrong facts a little bit. And it's not because I'm intellectually lazy. It's because uh, I don't remember. And anyway, so I don't want to look it up right now while we're doing this. So anyway, so my memory of this story that I read was Cher is like at her home and now she sees, she does, she finds out that Madonna's this big thing. You know, she's like, oh my God, look at this woman, Madonna, she's going to be famous forever. Like me. So she's like, Hey, why don't you come over to my house? So Madonna's like, oh yeah, I'm going to Cher's house. Oh yeah. I'm going to Cher's house. And then she gets there and then Cher's like, I don't know. She's communicating with her on some level. But Cher didn't like, (laughs) so I guess Madonna got there and she was all like, nah, nah, nah. And I don't, you know, give me, bring me something, bring me this or be being mean. I don't know what I don't, she didn't give all the facts. She just said that she was being really mean. So Cher called Madonna a cunt (laughs) publicly again. And I just thought, wow, man, you know, like people just don't call other people cunts in this country, you know, in America. You know, like, uh, I was talking to somebody recently about the word cunt and how, you know, like, um, lit, you know, cunt and pussy are literal synonyms, but not metaphorical synonyms, you know, like if you say pussy, literally it's a vagina. If you say cunt, literally it's a vagina and there are 8 million women that don't like the word cunt, maybe more. So for a lot of women f- to hear that Cher's calling Madonna cunt, it's gotta be like just I'm just guessing. I haven't really talked I have tons of women friends, but I haven't talked to them about this Madonna Cher story because I'm new to it. But I will. I'll ask them. So if what do you think? You leave me some comments about what you think about the word cunt, and then let's we'll see what happens <laughs> to the aggregation feed of my podcast. <laughs> mark Zuckerberg. next story mark zuckerberg uses ai to braid his daughter's hair so this is what happens so here's mark zuckerberg he's at home and then here's his daughter and his daughter's like braid my hair daddy or whatever you know i'm just guessing and he's like sure sweetheart and then he's like but i don't know how so he gets on these glasses. Now, this is obviously meta glasses. This is all like a promotional bit that he's put out into the world that he's used meta glasses to braid his daughter's hair. I mean, you know, every story, I just am always like PR, the PR advertising, marketing, st- agent, manager scheme to make everybody get more clout constantly and more famous and rich. You know, that's what I mean. But it could be real. Maybe, you know, Mark Zuckerberg is at home like, you know what? If I use Oculus or Meta Glasses to put some sort of 3D thing in front of me so that I can braid my daughter's hair, I know that that is good marketing. And that, you know what? That bothers me because I have a conscience. This is me doing Mark Zuckerberg. I have a conscience. I have grown a conscience. And I know that I'm going to get a lot of marketing from you know, braiding my daughter's hair, but that's not what's important. I'm going to try to put that out of my head. Cause it's kind of gross to think about using my daughter's hair for marketing. So, you know what? I'm just going to try to put that out of my head. Cause I don't want, <laughs> I don't want to use my daughter, you know, for clout or to sell meta glasses. I'm not going to do that. Well, you know what? I'm going to build a, a firewall between in my mind between you know using my daughter to sell meta versus i'm just a dad and i just want to like braid her hair so you know what okay i'm just going to braid her hair i'm going to use the glasses i'm going to record it and i might put it out but i'm not going to put it out nefariously in my mind it's all about what's in your mind and in my mind i mark zuckerberg am a good person and I have a conscience and I love humanity and I want to make all the right choices for humanity. All right, come here. Come here, sweetheart. I'm ready to braid your hair. All right. Hey, Meta, show me how to braid some hair. Oh, also put it online. (laughs) (laughs) I feel very skeptical today. (laughs) Ha ha Dick. Next story is my favorite lead in a news story in quite some time. The headline on NaughtyGossip.com, which I forgot even existed until I looked it up and went, oh my God, I forgot about NaughtyGossip.com. Uh, anyway, so I get to this story. It's really great. The headline is pretty funny in itself. It says, Gwyneth Paltrow plans to literally disappear from public life. But, well, <laughs> so in other words, she wants to escape the confines of the masses who have made her what she is after she was born to two famous people. And then, uh, the head, so that was the headline. So Gwyneth wants to lead public life someday, but the lead is spectacular. So then the writer, I didn't capture the writer's name, but whoever you are writer, this is the greatest lead of the year. I'm not even joking. This is my favorite sentence I've read in a news story this year. One of these days, Gwyneth Paltrow will ski off into the sunset. (laughs) Gwyneth Paltrow will ski off into the sunset. Man, that is so great. I wish all journalists were clever, but they're not. I mean, I'm a journalist, and I love journalists, and I know lots of journalists, and I'm friends with lots of journalists, and most of them can be clever sometimes, or a lot of the time. The ones that I know, uh, they're great. Okay, next story. Steve Harvey and his wife speak out amid cheating rumors. So I guess she was accused of cheating or he was. I think she was. I can't really remember. I don't care. So, But I did read the story and they both put out these very not detailed denials. Non-denials, I would say. Non-denial PR releases. I mean, I'm sure they were from the heart. As always, I always assume everybody is being honest and not fake. So Steve Harvey's was like, Oh, can you believe this kind of gossip getting out or whatever? I didn't, I can't tell you what it was word for word. And then hers, his wife's was like, you know, this world and these people, but the, neither of them was like, we categorically deny (laughs) these, this gossip, this gossip is wrong, false, you know? So, I don't really watch Steve Harvey. I know a lot of people have a lot of thoughts about Steve Harvey. Here's my thoughts about Steve Harvey. Uh Survey says. Bah. <laughs> so when I read the. Whoops. When I read these denials. By Steve Harvey and his wife. And I was trying to think about whether they're denying the allegations. Or whether they were coming from the heart. I thought survey says (laughs) that's the easiest joke in the world to make and it's dumb it's not funny so the next story is morning show fans cringe at jennifer aniston's face because it's unrecognizable and weird now let me tell you something about jennifer aniston i never interviewed her but i did interview courtney cox and uh anybody anybody else i can't remember very nice courtney cox i loved her and her husband at the time even better david arquette boy I interviewed David Arquette once, and then he mailed me a t-shirt. Wasn't that nice? It was really nice. Anyway, I've never interviewed Jennifer, what's her name? Uh, Aniston, of course, of course I know that. She's the lady with the hair. So, Jennifer Aniston is getting this hate because her face looks unrecognizable and weird. Now, I guess it's possible she's had some kind of cosmetic thing, certainly, of course, you know? But the other thing is, like, if she's older, Like if you go find and track down like photos of me from when did Jennifer Aniston become famous 25 years ago or so more. If you find uh, pictures of Jennifer Aniston from back then and compare them to now, you might be like, wow, she's really changed. It's almost like she's aged. And then if you track down photos of me from when I was younger and then look at me now, you're going to be like, Doug looks, you know, when he was young, he had curly hair and a big, clean face and no beard. And, you know, he looked like a model for like, uh, I don't know, underbrews milk. I was very wholesome, you know, very wholesome looking and I'm still wholesome, but you know, uh, haha, Dick, <laughs> I love this title anyway. Um, but now I look like Ernest Hemingway, like a young Ernest Hemingway. Thank you very much. And if you look at me on the YouTube, for some reason, this camera has turned my eyeballs like as blue as possible. I mean, they're blue, but they're not like, anyway. um, Yeah. Everybody changes and gets older. Jennifer Aniston has gotten older. She's changed. What do you want? Okay, the next story. Florida lawmaker sponsored Don't Say Gay bill, and he's now been sentenced to prison for uh, fraud because he stole a bunch of money. He stole a bunch of taxpayer money. So he's like going like, oh, you can't say gay. The word gay in school. Uh, But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to steal like $150,000 or whatever from the federal government or the state government. Like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) this guy who said... Don't say gay is now going to prison with a bunch of men. Now, let's do some improv. Let's do, here's the guy in, all right, here's this Republican guy who said, don't say gay. And he's in prison. And he's just like, hi, please don't say gay. And then here's a prisoner. Uh, (laughs) Man, if you think the word gay, (laughs) <laughs> it's the worst thing I'm going to say to you. You've got some... I got some news for you. Is that... I'm going to say a lot of really mean things to you. And I'm going to do a lot of very, very mean things to you. And the word gay is going to be... You're going to like look back on the days that you thought the word gay was bad. As so just like a polite subtle little nothing, you know, because buckle up, buckaroo. Next story, Meryl Streep and her husband quietly separated six years ago. I don't, I don't care. Kim Kardashian celebrates her 43rd birthday in Beverly Hills with her sisters. I don't care. And that's uh, the end of my new stories. So I'm going to put this down that I was reading from, and I want to have a heart to heart to you now about douches. I don't think that you should be douching. You need to give them up. You know, they're not good for you, and the people that you have sex with don't want you to douche. They want, like, oh natural, to a degree. You want to, like, you know, be clean or whatever. I'm not trying to mansplain, by the way. This is an advertisement. This is a public service announcement that... You know pretty much women know already i'm definitely mansplaining i'm mansplaining douches to women who already know better about douches thanks for joining me at haha ha dick please uh, like subscribe comment and tell all your friends and share and um not share though because she'll call you a cunt <laughs> and uh all right i hope you're having a super fantastic day i love you very much and uh remember don't douche it's not good for you you can you know what you know what get like a do you like I do? Get like a uh, get uh, 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 those bidets that you can attach to your toilets, and then put them on all the toilets in your house. And it's going to change your life. And you want to use them every single time that you sit down on a toilet, because you're going to be the cleanest person who's ever lived. I I'm not like a spokesperson for the you know toilet bidet industry or anything, but I'm just trying to be helpful. Okay, bye.